with one success and three advantages. The pilot of this Nihil ship slips off behind some some rocks, almost almost sort of like drifting off behind some rocks, and slams on its engines right right when it's about ninety degrees from you, and gets up right behind you. So I'm actually just curious. The a Jedi Master is mm-hmm. so there's Padawan, there's Jedi, <laughs> and there's Masters, is that right? Mm-hmm. So is Master Zarius like in some ways the authority in this group of four? In some ways. She's a little bit I think she's a little bit older. I think she's um been around the galaxy a bit more than anybody, maybe with the exception of Kel. And uh she probably took the assignment out here to give Horbo the opportunity to be in more natural environments, places that were not the big city. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think she would be the, the highest rank here. But I also think within the Jedi in this time period, there's a lot of respect. Lower rank doesn't necessarily mean less good ideas come from that person. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think more so than what we see during the Clone Wars, the Jedi here listen to each other and are, I guess, a little bit more empathetic towards each other. My thought was that maybe the that Master Zorias goes for the Ace, knowing that they're like the most formidable of their foes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how they might do that. I don't know if you all have any thoughts on how they might do it, or do you have other ideas? She sees that the minions that were chasing Lodi and that mm-hmm. Harbo uh, diverted, diverted a little bit but then she sees the, the ace that's right on Becros's tail and it's just like that seems like the more immediate problem yeah I think she would say Harbo continue to assist Lodi I'm going to help Becros would she be up for doing another battle meditation for us she would that would be her whole okay. turn but yeah we could do that I think if she's going to do that, she's going to use her maneuver to reposition herself away from where the fighting is happening and then reach out with the force to reach out to the the three of you. If you all are cool with that, an extra success on the next roll would be very nice. Yeah, for all three of us, that's really helpful. I would love an automatic success. Oh, that's a good roll. There are no failures on that roll. Nice. That dark side is still present here. And as she reaches out with the three light side points she got, one triumph, one success, three advantages. So we still have that. She she reaches out and you can sort of feel her presence in each of your ships. Yeah, we're going to spend all of, her, all of her light side points, meaning you each get two successes on next checks. Wow. You feel the presence of this master as she reaches out across this asteroid belt and guides your hand. First PC. I'll go. I have three on my tail. I Mm -hmm. would like to be able to sort of twist around and shoot at one of them if I can. Spinning. Spinning's a good move. (laughs) I like spinning. You have a co-pilot here. I do. Do you want to gain the advantage and have your co-pilot use your weapon systems? Do you, do you feel like Lodi would allow somebody else to use her ship's weapon systems? Somebody who is not part of the Jedi Order? Yes. Okay. 
Lightsaber is one thing. Ship's cannons are an entirely different thing. You are doing an easy piloting check. It's one purple. Yep, because you're going the same speed as these 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 goons, and I'm going to give you two setbacks for the dangerous terrain. Can I have a boost eye to say that Harbo's previous action lined one of them up pretty advantage ad- advantageously for me to uh, be able to do the spin and shoot maneuver? Did he get advantages? I don't remember. <laughs> you do have your two automatic successes from... That's true, but I'm staring at four black die. Demi Zarias. Yeah, they're all going to come up blank. You you don't know that. That's what black dice do. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say this specifically because I heard it so many time from, times for you, from you too. <laughs> but can I have a boost die because their ships are kitbashed? <laughs> how, does that, how does that work in this situation? Their ships are kitbashed, therefore they can't pilot as well as me, and therefore I can get the upper hand on one of them and shoot. Uh, no, because that would come into play on them piloting their ships. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. I will roll my dice with the four setback, but at least the listeners will get a laugh from me turning the kitbash thing on you. Yeah, they didn't come all up all blank, Mark. At least the light side responded. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is three successes and three threat. Three successes and three threat. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now that you've gained the advantage. So what did that look like? There was a asteroid in the field and Lodi just very easily went swoop over it, completely around it, and then back up as the Nihil pirate was about to follow her to go sh- pew pew. And Captain Sorpen readies the weapon system successfully. All right, so describe that same thing, except at the end of it, one of the enemy ships blows up. Okay, there's an asteroid dead ahead, and Lodi goes, uh, swoops over it, and then all the way around, and comes back up just as a Nihil pirate tries to follow. The captain fires the ship's weapons and hits dead on, and there's an explosion, and she flies right through it like we see in the Star Wars movies all the time. Mm-hmm. Next PC. Okay, I'm going to end up with more conflict here because I know what gain the advantage does and I still want to shoot the ship. So I'm going to be rolling, what, two red dice? Because it's reckless? Yeah, it's two yeah. red dice. I don't actually know how you can even shoot them because your cannons are mounted in front of your ship. It just says I have to just upgrade twice. I was going <laughs> to describe turning around because it's space. You're turning the whole ship around? Like a zero-G flip thing. I mean, that's what Becros has in mind. I imagine once I roll these dice, okay. we will see what happens. Let's give it a go. Do you need your co-pilot to do anything? I think, uh, yeah. Right, Glito, the, the, the motivator's broken loose back there. Can, can you see if you can't get that fixed? Because I would like for him... Are you sure? You don't need help piloting this thing? Oh, no, I'm a good pilot. Don't worry. Okay. Are you trying to have him do manual repairs then or damage control? Which one does? Damage control can be one time per encounter. It is hull trauma and however many system strains you want. And manual repairs gets around that one per encounter rule. Yeah, I think we're going going damage control first. Okay. I would also like to flip on this combat check. Okay, great. So you're flipping and 
Where's your system strain, or where's your? I'm at three damage. whole trauma and no system strain at the moment. Three of seven. We're seven. halfway, so you're below half. Just below. Well, you're getting those back for sure. He's rolling three yellows and one purple. Way to go, Cleto. Way to calm down. Uh, you got one. You got one back. <laughs> Come on, Cleto. <laughs> With an advantage. Just go back to not touching anything. I'm trying here. Try harder. They're shooting at us. Quit going in circles. I'm used to a dice. Slow ride on a trawler. Not a fighter. Becros kicks it into a hard turn. <laughs> uh, he's going to aim as well. He has the strain for keeping blast on... Okay. For the in-view item. And you are within, what is it? It's short, not close. Yeah, short range. Okay. So that takes, but we're upgrading twice. So I would get a red and a purple. Yeah. So a red and a purple. Okay. I got a red and a purple and a black here for my I'm difficulty. about that purple. I mean, I had two reds in here, but then we got closer somehow. It's going faster than you. That's true. I mean, he's gaining. And I'm going to hopefully make him regret this. No triumphs. Any despairs? No despairs. Bummer. You have canceled uh, several several successes. You canceled all of my advantage, making my other imbued, my other committed force dice worthless. But we've got one, two, three, four, five, six successes. Plus six damage? Yeah. So we're at 12. So what does this maneuver look like uh, when you blow this ship up? So this ace is right on Becros's tail, gaining speed mm -hmm. and yeah. lining him up into the, the target crosshairs. And Glido's complaining about moving the ship side to side. And Becros is grouchy about oh, the idea. Okay. Keep it in. As they get near some of the smaller asteroids, the, I, by smaller, I mean like their ship-sized asteroids, Becros banks to the right hard and then throws the ship into a almost zero G complete turn so that as the ace comes into view, his cannons are aligned and he just unloads. And the orange and green fire just spray over your cockpit window as the ship blows up behind you, in front of you. That's one down. Corbo sees that out of the, the periphery, or does he see it? It's almost like it's in his consciousness that the, the things that are happening with the other Jedi as his master uh, maintains this bond with the four of them. What is Horbo going to do next? Where are the minions positioned? I'm picturing them off to your left and maybe above a little bit following Lodi still. There's some, some dense asteroids that Lodi is maneuvering around and uh, just got the advantage on, on one of these pilots. Perfect. Horbo kind of turns his ship and banks off to follow these two ships in Lodi. And earlier, Horbo's vector fire hit some asteroids, causing those ships to bank off in different directions. And that gave Horbo... Same, same ships. That gave him an, an idea. Horbo one is going to aim at some of these densely clustered asteroids, hoping that the explosion will send large chunks in front of these ships and they will collide with them. I'm going to hit, I'm going to shoot some asteroids to try and make these ships hit them. Does that make sense? Sure. Can I, can I kill some ships by doing this? Yeah. We're going to just uh, have you roll the same thing as if you were shooting the ships. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just more fun narratively for me. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'm going to do a gunnery, and I'm yep. going to aim. And it's going to be, I think at your distance, we're going to say it's three purples. Three purples. You're a little bit out from this this encounter. Yeah. It's a bit rude, but okay. Do you, I mean, hey, increase, increase your speed and you can reduce it down to one, but you're going faster. What does that mean? Or down, down by one. You could increase your speed to four from three. I will increase my speed to four because they're a little far away. I want to get a little closer to make this shot and it will help my shot be true. So you close the distance a little bit. Okay. And I'm aiming at a specific, a specific large asteroid that they are, that is between Lodi Great. and these minions. These, it's about the size of a house. Nihil scum. Does Horbo think Nihil scum? Horbo does, because to him, these are pirates, a lot like the pirates that took him from his home planet. Uh-huh. And maybe he, uh, he loses his cool just for a second. No one would know it to see his little emotionless blinking eyes, but he he wants to defeat these Nihil pirates. And uh-huh. he fires two successes, one advantage. I think as you fire and think that and think about defeating and destroying your connection from this group mind that you have with your master wavers. Oh, because I should actually had an additional success because of our connection. You can, yeah. so you're taking that from me? I'm not. I'm just saying that your master heard what you were thinking. Mm. Okay. And then you're going to have a talk later. Okay. So what was the total? With the connection success, it would have been three successes, one advantage. That's one of them. What happens? It hits this house-size asteroid and dead center, perfect shot. And the right half of it explodes into the trajectory of one of these fighters and it collides and explodes on the asteroid. I think since we haven't gotten gotten it before, at this point we get uh, a view from the cockpit of one of these things and, and it's dark with some like strobing purple and green and you see this guy's masked face and this loud, loud music and his hands go up in front of his mask in a futile attempt to save himself as the ship blows up. Can I use my advantage to maybe encourage you, GM, to implore this final fighter to have some kind of self-preservation? Oh, I was going to try and open up negotiations. (laughs) Okay. Well, then maybe not. Then maybe we shouldn't do that or both. I don't know. We've tried opening up negotiations with these people before. It hasn't worked. Backrows and Kel did. Negotiations? We've had no communications. <laughs> I mean, they opened up negotiations. They wanted a couple Jedi to join them, if I recall. Yeah, that didn't work. I I don't think uh, negotiations are going to happen with these people at this at this point. Um, nothing really matters. I, I'd be happy to give them a setback on their check. You, you want me to use that advantage that you got so that there are big chunks of asteroid heading in towards this last ship? Yes, please. Okay, so we've got a setback in there. All right, I'm rolling it. You gained the advantage last time, so this roll stinks for this guy. The last of his group. No despairs. No successes. One threat. Elodie sees the beams of laser fire strafe left and right over her wings, under her wings, completely missing her ship. Bye. A lot. The single Nihil behind her is trying to maintain, uh, I guess in f- 
uh, near her is trying to maintain some amount of composure but really just has their thumbs down on the buttons and is shooting off in every direction and as those beams of fire go all around her not hitting her at all Lodi feels a tug from the force somewhere below her next PC's turn well that would be the master yeah not the master master's off elsewhere closer oh, to where out of initiative is. now yeah are we out of initiative now oh i thought you were saying that that tug and the force was the master no no, no. oh no. no it is the master's turn it, yeah the master's committing those force dice to keep up the effects of the meditation one mind on the tug of the force beneath me lodi is going to start flying the the vector towards that uh, the other mind, though, is on. She would be honestly remiss as a Jedi if she didn't try and save this poor, you know, misguided pirate's life. So she opens negotiations with him, and this is going to be a coercion check. You open up a channel and are met with the loud sounds of wreck punk through your speakers. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Micro size. Why are we always trying to talk to them? It's an average check, and I'm flipping a uh, light, uh, dark side point to upgrade it to a purple and a red. Oh, cool! I was gonna, I was gonna flip one to have a yellow on this die. Great. You have one setback for each other minion in this group who is no longer with us. So two setbacks. That's what makes it a coercion check. You have another setback because of what happened to his weak way and human friends who he hasn't seen in a couple weeks. Mm, mm-hmm. I feel like that should be a boost die though, because I'm essentially urging him to surrender to the Republic. And therefore, you know, if he does and comes with us, he doesn't have to worry about okay, what's going to happen to him. boost die, but I'm keeping that setback die in there. Fine. Because <laughs> what if he, what if they find him? Uh, they won't. They might. They're going to surrender themselves to the Republic and, you know, wind up in a prison as well with him. Anyway. Prisoned? I'm not going back. That's another setback. <laughs> this is a mess of dice. This is a mess of dice. <laughs> Remaining Nihil fighter, you are outmanned and outgunned. Surrender to the Republic or flee. Your choice. And I guess I'm going to roll that. Both of those boosts are blank. That's just how that always has to go, isn't it? Usually. Okay. Complete wash. How could that even be possible? <laughs> <laughs> the wreck punk is too loud. Yeah, he can't hear me over the wreck punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not too loud for you, but too loud for him. You're fine. Complete wash. You just hear through your speakers or through your comms. Jedi scum. I'll take my chances. And you see the flicker of green behind you, and the ship disappears. I feel like you should have to flip for that. No. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) That would be someone using a path to just leave. Where'd he go? Sensors? Scanning? Is the ship anywhere to be found? You can do a a scan. Yeah, running a scan. I feel like Backers should probably be the one scanning. I will scan the computers you can have a boost for your rodian and it's going to be hard three purples okay yeah i think uh Becro sees the little indicator of the fighter blink out and immediately hits the scan button what where'd he go we're gonna get success and threats here 
question is how many. So we have three threat and three successes. Okay. Yeah. Three threats and three successes. Your sensor range is only close range. It's not that that far. So you get the littlest bit of a ship at the edge of your sensor range and then it disappears. Looking in that area of space that is towards the nebula. Hey, I think it's heading towards the nebula. Are we going to chase it? I said surrender or flee. You chose flee. I don't care. But that swan tech is still out there. And that's what I got a real beef with. Lodi's in her ship heading towards that tug from the forest. As she clears some asteroids, she sees a larger, almost like planetoid, nestled deep in this asteroid belt. Getting closer, you see some wreckage from this ship that you rescued these two people from, including some supplies and crates and stuff like that. And the captain, Sorbin, behind you says, Yes, that's from our ship. There's some valuable things down there. Can we do any salvage? Uh, we can try. I think all we'd be able to do is basically tow it with us. That would be better than nothing, right? Yeah, I guess. Does everybody go go to meet up? Uh, over the comms. I found some, um, salvage from the trawler. Captain says it's fairly valuable, so I suppose we could tow it for him. I don't know, Lodi. I don't know that I like this. That Swantech is still out here somewhere. They just have ships that can appear, disappear out of nowhere. Do we really have time to, to grab salvage? Mm, the force kind of says we do. <sighs> the force says, I suppose. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Sorry, I was mostly joking. I just, I came down here because I felt a pull from the force and it guided me here. So I figure that's for a reason. Stay close, Padawan. We'll meet Night Lodi there. Roger, copy. As the group of you make your way to this planetoid, you can all feel that sort of tug with the force. There's something down there, something more than this cargo. You get closer to it, you see that this almost planet, this planet that could have been, it has a rudimentary atmosphere and plenty of space for you to land if you wanted to. What is this? This is an asteroid field. Well, I still have a couple of bits rattling around here. I think uh, you guys can figure out the salvage. I'm going to land and see if I can't get out and tighten some stuff down. Becros takes his vector down to the planetoid surface. And as he gets there and towards this uh, line of, of scrap that has fallen from, from space onto it, that bit of something that he feels, that force... It's strong here. It's not the salvage. The salvage is just stuff. It doesn't matter. But there is something else on this small world. Hey, Sorias. Becros is coming up. Uh, there's an unusual and very strong connection to the forest down here. Um, you. A virgins. Quite possibly. I think maybe everyone should come and land and. We should investigate further. Padawan Horbo will land near the salvage and see what's going on here. On your wing, master. Right behind you. The four of you take your ships down. Glido and Sorpin hop out and start to uh, assess the salvage, see what they can what, what they can get back together. And the four Jedi with 
their respirators because the there is an atmosphere, but it is a very basic atmosphere. But like the space slug that we see, you can you can get by with just a little mask. Demi says, "I sense it too, and there is something strong here. I can't quite tell what it is yet, but it seems to be nearby." I suppose my Padawan and I can take these two crew members and their salvage back to Bava, and the two of you can investigate if you'd like. I don't think we have any other pressing matters today. Just some Nihil running around in an asteroid field. Just that. This does seem more pressing investigation. Certainly more interesting. I don't know, though. Do you want to see if we can't find out what this is? I am reluctant to leave either of us unprepared for the return of the Nihil. I say we mark this spot in the, the star charts and maybe return once we know that the Nihil threat has been taken care of. Flip a dark side point. Bakros, you know that whatever is in that temple can help you with the... You know that there's a temple here. Whatever is there can help you with the Nihil. I, I can feel that there's some kind of temple here. It's... and I, Anything inside that will help with the Nihil. I mean, the, the forest is calling out to us. We have to answer. Man, I wish I had sense now. I wish I had any force powers whatsoever. <laughs> but look, I'm going to be heading to the temple. Anyone anyone can join me. I will join you. Master Zarias and Horbo and the two people from the trawler begin to pack what they can from the salvage and get what they can inside vectors or behind vectors. And uh, before long, the four of them are ready to take off. Good luck, Jedi. I hope that we will meet again. See you again, Harbo. It's not like we're going to die anywhere. Like, may the Force be with you. We're all going to die, Bekros. Just not today. Not today, Harbo. Not today. Master Sarias, you are welcome on Bespin at any time. Thank you, Lodi. I may take you up on that soon. I'd like to see what you've done with the place. I've heard good things from Kel. I would welcome any insight you have to offer on building a temple. It would be my pleasure. Zarias and Horbo get in their ships, take off into the asteroid field. You see the shining, sleek shapes of their vectors take off and disappear behind the asteroids as they make their way towards the jump point for hyperspace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Path of the Storm. Today's episode was produced by Nightcast Creative. To find out more about Nightcast Creative and the shows that we make, visit nightcastcreative.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Dicey Cantina and Erica Goodwitch. For more of Dicey Cantina, visit diceycantina.com or youtube.com slash c slash diceycantina. Thanks to Crystal, Nikki, Paul, James from the University of Coruscant, and Logan from Battle Buddies for lending their voices to this episode. The seed for this adventure can be found as the modular encounter Phantoms in the Dark in the Strongholds of Resistance supplement for the Star Wars role-playing game by Fantasy Flight Games and Edge Studios.